Feels like a Tuesday night in Kensington, Maryland, the champagne room of Basement Podcast Studios. I'm Ken Marangolo. This is The Audible. He is Tim Strachan. What's up, brother? He is Kevin Ricca. Man, hanging out with the animals tonight, brother. We are hanging out with the animals. A lot of animals in here. We've got an animal named Pete Schwetty, Matt the Real Deal Seal. An- another animal, animalistic friend of the show, James. James Matter. And the, the uh, I guess the... The dirtiest and filthiest of animals. Filthy, dirty. Uh, a friend of Hogshaven and of uh, us all, Kevin Ewald. How you doing, sir? What's up? Good, man. I actually just saw Eric Burden perform live a cut two weekends ago. And terrible, right? It was it was awesome. Uh, Kevin writes, who no longer writes actively. You still do put stuff on Hogshaven, but uh, you can find him at Writers on the Storm. Dot com or dot what? It's dot org. Dot org. Fancy. Oh. I can't afford dot coms anymore. You're such a dot org guy. I, I never, I never thought you to be one of those guys. I don't have. It was either org. that or like dot info. <laughs> They're all terrible. So that's the last concert you saw. So he like cover, he, he lives down in Charleston, um, South Carolina, and he covers he covers live acts, live musical acts. What's the best live act yep. you've seen so far this year? The, the number well, one actually, guy. I was in the. I was. It was. I, I kind of lucked out. I was backstage in the in the photo pit for slightly stupid this past weekend. Mm. Pretty that's good. a big one there. Yep, that's good. Um, probably a little bit more exciting. You actually, you're, what you're covering. There's actually live action right now for you to cover, as opposed to us. Uh, we're covering a very very slow news days up here in Redskins land. But this is. Our off-season on the brink uh, episode, Kevin, and this off-season has been extremely brinky. T, T, you were about to add something brinky no. to the conversation. No, 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 no. Keep going. He thought he had a dot org fine. joke, but there's no. Oh, there's it's no too late. The dot org joke yeah, part of our show is. We don't have any of that. Listen, so. we'll put it on. We'll we'll I'll just record it later. Then I'll post edit it into that portion of the show. It'll be seamless. Move on, please. Can't wait. Can't wait for it. Um, Kevin. Kevin and I did a lot of post-editing uh, of shows that only made things, I think, I think better. Back in the, uh, what was the, Fat Pickled? I think we still get, we still right. get, I still get people asking me about that show, Doug Ramey. A lot of Pickle questions about really the Fat Pickled. Yeah, Fat Pickled, that was the name of our show. Hmm. The hell well, that even, what the hell does that even mean? Pickled Halls Radio. Pickled Hogs Radio. Doug, Fat Pickled was Doug Ramey, Dark, yeah. That was his site. I guess Fat. So we were we were. What the hell is our show's name? The hell is Fat Pickled Pickle, mean? Pickle, Pickled Hogs Radio. Pickled Hogs Radio. Fat Pickled was the name of the website. That this guy who covered Fat the Redskins. Pickle. Fat Pickled. Fat I knew we should have got drunker for this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we had, we had Reed Dowdy on a, a number this of. This is times. the way it goes when you have Ewald on. Reed Dowdy. We uh, <laughs> we had Jeremy Jarman, who at the time, you know. He had a, f- a cup of coffee here for the Redskins. He was a theater um, guy from Kentucky, and he did like a scene from A Few Good Men where he did like the Colonel Jessup lines. It, it was kind of awesome. Probably one of the best shows. Another another career that we ruined pretty bad. <laughs> this, this does seem to be a little bit of a curse. The people who've come on our show no longer play for the Redskins. Ewald, Ewald, talk Same to me. Kelly. T- tell me something good about this team right now. From where you are. Uh, 
we don't have a losing record. And we haven't There's had one. one in two years. It's been a long time. Yeah. That's all you got? That's all I got. I, I, I'm, I'm at a distance not being in D.C. anymore, and still it's like I can't, even though I get limited news, it's like the generic sources and the story changes every day on Kirk Cousins. And because there's no news, we always bite on it. It's just I, I, I get mad at myself every day for biting on it. There's, two, there's been Kevin two said it first. pieces of news, though, about it. Two separate, completely opposing pieces of news in the last week. One suggesting... There's no amount of money he would take to stay with the Redskins long term, and the other suggesting there is an amount of money he would take to stay with the Redskins uh, long term. What do you think the chances are if the Redskins actually did just pony up and make him an offer that would make him the the the, the you know most paid highest, highest paid, paid quarterback in the NFL history for whatever how long that will last, and he doesn't take it? Well. That tells you something, obviously. Uh, I, I, Like I said... I don't think that that's far, a far-fetched idea. I've already said they're going to tag him again next year, and when they tag him again next year, that's when the, the heads may roll. That's when you might see a, a trade. If it's true that For there's no amount of money... For a long time now, I have felt like it's Kirk that Moore does not want to be here. Uh, don't get Kevin started. I, I just It's a feeling. I'm not, I'm not trying to prove anybody right or wrong no, there. Okay. It's just a feeling that I, I have I'm had with you. for a long time. You're allowed to have those feelings. I just got to jump into that dude's head. Who knows what the guy, this guy, he's, he's kind of a weird dude. <laughs> I don't know how we jump in there between those ears. You're not having beers with him. You know, you don't get a... Uh-oh. Well, the question is, what, what, does God want him to stay in D.C.? Right. right. I think God does want him to stay in D.C. Mm. I feel pretty comf- comfortable saying that. I mean, I think, I think, I think it's obvious to everyone. Um, if, they, if he's not going to take... If he's not going to take one hundred and thirty million dollars to stay with us, uh, or the thing what, is, he's going to get that. He's going to get that offer, whether it's this year, or next year, or somewhere else, where other people he feels like give him more respect. This has everything to do with twenty twelve through twenty fifteen, maybe even the beginning of twenty sixteen. And if that's true, there's no changing that. Yeah, but the risk is is real. To a concussion in week two, followed by one in week I know. five. He's a forty four million dollar man. Yeah. He does not ever. He has have to forty-four worry about million dollars. He never has to worry about money again. If you were not from DC and you were dealing with Danny and Bruce, would you want to play here? <laughs> I mean, I, there's not very. I mean, the job is made for him. Um, it's his offense. It's that's his, the best argument. He, yeah, he, he, he. Here's no better spot for him to be yeah. successful. Well, the converse is where Cleveland or, and possibly his San Fran, San Francisco. I mean, yeah. don't don't rule out the Rams yet. Well, I'm, I'm ruling out the Rams. Why? This you, roster you right now is, is, is far the better than both of those rosters right now. I think correct. I think, but again, for Kyle before there are people in those two Sean. places, San Francisco and now Los Angeles, who like him and respect him more than the people who are here right now. That he that he no, would or have that to have work, respected that him historically. For. They're showing the respect now, but the question is, is it too late? And if it's too late, it's too late. There's no changing whether it was too late or not. But they're, they are, they're, they're showing him the respect now. But, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's laughable, the kind of money that could have got this done when we first started having this conversation. Um, it makes you sick to think that what a high market, even on a higher side of the market offer at the time, you know, in 2015, um, I mean, that's the shoulda, coulda, but that was the argument that we had. And... 
it's still, even though it would take a record-setting deal to get him signed, I still say do it. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's it, it seems like a no-brainer. The fact it hadn't gotten done is what is making me feel that way. And, and the ironic thing is, is I picked up on you, Kevin Ricca, on, on Twitter this past week, I think it was, with somebody that it was talking about how this team as a whole is building from within and building from, from uh, you know, grooming their own and, and bringing everybody up, which is happening. And we've touched on this. We said, you know, last week that as a guy like Zach Brown, who, again, he wasn't drafted by the Redskins, but, you know, a guy who's hungry, a guy like Fuller who's hungry, who's, who's going to be in the system, who's moving up. We talked about this and the fact that uh, the last couple places that McLovin's gone, he's built a roster, gotten out of town for whatever reason, and then everybody looks back, you know, three years, four years later and go, that's what he built. He built a, a, from a ground up inside. Through the, through the draft. Through the draft. And then you said, Kevin, it was, it was, the, it was a perfect thing, except for the guy that matters most. Yeah. He's the guy that probably will not be a part of that whole plan, which is crazy. It would be crazy, but it's all coming down to the end. It's all posturing. No one's showing their hand. He's playing a damn good poker game. He keeps putting these little things like, I, I signed up with so-and-so auto, but I don't know why he's messing with our heads. It's driving me bonkers. I've just had enough of it. The guy, like we just said, he's got $44 million. He's good. He's good. He holds all the cards. Um, he gets to make the decision, and we get to watch. But let's move on from Kirk, and we don't talk about him a lot. So we, when Kirk Cousins comes up, it's okay for us to, to put our two cents in. Yeah, we need some KC in our lives. We need some KC in our lives. Clinton Portis made the news um, this week. He, he did the interview. What was that Sports Illustrated? I think it was. Hunting's legal. What's that? Hunting's legal. Hunting's legal. Um, you know, he talked about his concussions, which is terrible. That, that, that's just sad. Um, and he talked about, you know, the, the declaration of bankruptcy and how he contemplated murdering the financial advisors who... Um, he, he, you know, of course, he blames for. It was not a beat up situation. No, it was a bullet situation. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, T had some legal uh, rebuttals, uh, you know, cross examination type questions, uh, whether or not. Yeah, I, I just uh, it worries me that that could be conspiracy to commit murder. <laughs> Is it not? I mean, potentially. I, I don't know. I know if I'm one of those financial advisors, I'm I'm, I'm walking with a bit of a quickness. I'm asking step. somebody. I'm looking into it. <laughs> Uh, and, but, but the, uh, you know, I think as we move to our reveling, the reveling side of our show, as we kind of move to, to a, a happier place, um, Clinton Portis, for me, we, every once in a while we talk about a guy who was a shining light in an otherwise very dark era of, of Redskins football in that we didn't win much or, you know, claim any, any championships. He was awesome. He was so much fun to watch. Uh, when he took the ball to the house against Tampa Bay in that first game at um, FedEx. No, it was great. I mean, I just I thought... I, we I thought, thought we were going to see that over and over and yeah. over and over. Yeah, yeah, after he announced himself as the proud to be the newest addition to the Joe Gibbs racing team. I mean, that press conference itself, that was the first line. He jumped into D.C. with all the personality we needed. Southeast Jerome. I mean, he was... What a character. What a great guy to root for. It's, it was damn sad to read that story. It yeah. me out, man. Um, I mean, I know we're moving on to happier things, but but conspiracy to, to commit murder—it's not. Yeah, it's just you know you can't polish that turd. No, man. you can't, and and that's that's probably you know the biggest name and story as far as Redskins are concerned right now, which is good and bad. It's bad because you don't want to hear about like a guy who 
I mean, he says he would walk off the field with no recollection of a game. He's, you know, went back into the game. more. more I'm sure this happens to a lot of players. He played but, hard, man. You know, he yeah. played hard. He played physical. That was what part of what made him a great back. It's not just the way he ran the ball, but the way he blocked, the way he would hustle, the way he would block downfield. pick up. Oh, his blitz pick up. He was a monster. He probably took as much as he got in the, some of those hits he put on blitzers. Um, Joe Gibbs asked him to be a different kind of running back than he came into the league being. When he played in Denver, he was a slasher. He was with the one, one cut, cut and go. Guy, yeah. yeah. And, and Jump cut. He what, what put like multiple 1,500-yard seasons together, scored nothing but touchdowns. Um, and Joe Gibbs asked him to be, you know, a three yards in a cloud of dust kind of guy um, for a team that had a lot of limitations, and he, and he did it. Zone read is different than we pounded him and power. pounded him and pounded him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, so it's a little different than, like, Steve Spurrier, I feel, is guilty of the violence that Patrick Ramsey endured. Like, guilty of destroying a man's career. Whereas, that could be considered conspiracy of, that's, of murder. Too. I've long considered, <laughs> Kevin knows, I have long pushed go. for the judge who will hear that case. Steve Spurrier needs to be tried. He left zero people in. Uh, he thought he was playing flag football and no blockers. Everyone was like 10 receivers. Tight it certainly was, it certainly was negligent. It looked we'll good on that. the board. It was it negligent. On the, yeah. on the dry erase, it looked nice with the tight end picking up a werewolf monster. It's like every if single... I, I, go ahead. If I could be Spurrier's defense lawyer, he did not want to draft Patrick Ramsey, and he had no choice in drafting Patrick Ramsey. So that's how, no that's how he offed him? <laughs> Is that was the game plan? I can do this yeah. with Danny Griffin. All right, I'll play, I'll, play, I'll play your guy. Enjoy watching this. Shane, Danny, he li- I mean, licks. there was a 100% chance there was only going to be five blockers on any play he ran. That so. works at the college level for the most part because you, if you do have, like they had at Florida, guys that were much bigger and faster and a quarterback that could get the ball out quick enough. The problem is at the NFL level, everybody is way faster. Yeah. And way bigger and more violent. You gotta mix it up. Like maybe like five guys every not, other play. Not in Japan or not. <laughs> it's true, T, you didn't think about the Japanese league. Osaka. Uh when we scored what, fifty two points in Osaka? <laughs> yeah. like, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. We scored fifty two points. He was God, he was happy about that. And and it only bit him in the ass the whole way through. But again, happy. And he beat and he beat Tom Brady. He did beat Tom Brady <laughs> single handedly. <laughs> um, when Matt Bowen tells the stories about, didn't he give them off like a week and a half or something on, uh, at the bye? At the at the beach, they were in the ocean. Yeah, where, where, where were they? And he was like, "This is it. You know, you just need to work three hours a day, and then squeeze in, you know, twenty seven to thirty six, yeah. and then have at it again the next day." Oh yeah. He was a workaholic on the golf course six days a week. Mm. Um, what's your best Spurrier memory, Kevin? Uh, I love the one that Saban told where he was walking out to practice and was like, oh, oh, what? I can't do a Southern accent like him. He's like, what is this? We got to cancel practice. We got to cancel practice. And he started yelling. Everybody practice canceled. And Marv Lewis was like, it was like barely sleeting. He's like, no, 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 no. We're having practice. Everybody back out there. Everybody back out there. <laughs> he did cancel practice on anything. You couldn't play golf in it. You couldn't practice football in it. Well, I got I got I got to jump in because every time I hear the name Steve Spurrier, I think about the fire at Mississippi State in one of the dorms, and then the, the, the reporters told him in the press conference what had happened, and he said, "Oh, that's a that's a damn shame." He said, uh, "You know, I hope all those kids are all right." 
you know, they, they said that there was no damage to any human beings, <laughs> but a bunch of books burned. And he said, and the damn shame of it all is that none of them had been colored in yet. I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I can't get that. I can't get that out of my head. That guy just did not give two f's about oh, that was great. shit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Uh, he had his his moments. They just never. They were not with us. Um, <laughs> but I guess we go. Let's we can go in the time machine even further back because this week, we, the football outsiders gave us a reason to talk about the 1991 Redskins. Um, they they covered the 30 best offenses and the 30 best defenses and 30 best special teams units over the last 30 years. And if you were kind of following it as it came out, you you saw the 91 Redskins kind of featured prominently on all three of the three of those lists. And sure enough, they were ranked the number top one three team. and everything, right? Um, were they top three? No, they, that was for the Fort nineteen ninety one. Average top three and all. No, nah, I've been on vacation, so just, just yeah. you know, just, just talk to someone else. You know, move, move ahead. I reveled. I did some reveling. Kevin got on me a little bit. Says you know, that I'm too much of a reveler compared to me to Bruce Allen, who is which Kevin? I'm confused. Ewald. I'll say. I'll start saying Ewald. Ewald and Ricca. Um, That's good. I'm not. I don't. I don't say revel all that often. So yeah. Take <laughs> I mean, Kevin. It, I, I mean, Ewald. It sucks that it sucks that the last title we can celebrate came that long ago. But, but we we remember it well. We were in high school. I mean, it was. It's legit. I mean, it's it's a solid foundation uh, for for being. A, you know, if you're a fan of a team like like the Reds, because when we got we had we had over a decade of awesomeness, and it was capped off by that Super Bowl and that team. I mean, I'm sure your dad took you to RFK, but my dad wasn't in the picture, so I don't really know. <laughs> but I, I really don't remember much from that time, to be honest. <laughs> the best part of that that whole season was I got a call. Uh, my mom took me out of there, like, Kevin, you won't come to the principal's office. So I'm like, oh, that's right. And it was her standing there. And she's like, come on, I'm taking you down to the Super Bowl parade. She got out of school awesome. for that. I wanted to go so bad. I didn't. I think I went to school instead. Um, yeah, I was definitely at school. <laughs> yeah, you were you were at the parade. I was at the parade. I mean, that was like yeah, a 50, sixty minute drive from where well, I thank lived. Thank God you had to learn how that felt. You know, yeah. you had to that, you had to learn how to win. Yeah, from the top level down. Oh man, uh, so I was thinking about like the, I mean, you remember the season though, Kevin? I mean, you watched every game. I did, but foggy again. That was before your. What are you Kevin, doing down there in just, South Carolina, man? Just just eating all the Vivarin at every grocery store right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I didn't have it. Like my sister, seven years older, she was out. It was just my mom, and then occasionally my granddad. So it's not like a very raucous environment that you really remember stuff. And so watching. So I, I remember the Holy Redeemer Super parties, though, for sure. You were ha- you were hammered. Where, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. That's that's where I really got a hold of booze, and it was eighth grade with there. mom. Yep. <laughs> well, you made Jeez. up for it. You made up for it. Once your friends, once your best friends with their supplier, it's all over. <laughs> yeah, um, you made up for a lot in, in the parking lot over the last fifteen years, Monsignor. So you're doing just fine there, you old. Mm, little touch of the sacrament in the parking lot never hurt. I wouldn't. I want to say that I always think when I, whenever I think about that season, I automatically think of Mark Rippin, um, just because. I mean, but there's rolling out right like thirty yards, play action, play action, ball. play action, play action. Yeah, 
and just yeah, rolling, rolling behind two guard, two two blockers who sometimes didn't even have two guys to block. The three of them were in space. They, yeah, it looked like they were doing a walkthrough. Yeah, it did. Sometimes, and and then just heaving it downfield, and 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 you know, getting Art or Gary or Ricky for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just, he just, he survived. He was, I, I always loved him because he, he always played a lot in the preseason early in his career. And, you know, in those days, you could stash guys forever. And he was one of those guys that got stashed. If you look at – he's on that 1987 Super Bowl team. There he is sitting, uh, you know, front and center Indian style. He was he was around, but, yeah, he like, Redskins fans weren't excited about Gibbs him. Was no, you know? Gibbs was known for doing that, though. Well, he could get get, it, get stuff out of guys. But yeah. I'm saying going into the season – but for stashing guys and grooming them and getting oh. them to the to their prime, I mean, that's why they changed the IR. Doesn't rules. happen anymore. Yeah. That a, just doesn't happen. You can't. You can't. Yeah, it's illegal. Uh, what the Redskins did. You know, you know how many fake sprained ankles he had. <laughs> yeah. In his career? yeah, he was the Belichick before there was a Belichick. Um, before when it was legal to be Belichick. Um, Ken Beatrice was always high on him in preseason. I remember driving home from the games talking about Mark Rippon. He called him. Yeah, yeah he, he saw that happening. And there was a whole stage of his Redskins career where he was ripping. You know, oh, yeah. Mark Rippian. Mark like, Rippian. Like, if you watch the preseason games, uh, I think they were on Fox at the time. Uh, and um, I think Buck, I think, Buck Hans might have been. That might have been, like, when he started first doing stuff. He, uh, he used to say, I think he said Rippian all the time. This is just big white dude who you felt like, oh, this guy's going to get creamed if he ever shows up on an NFL Sunday. And I guess when you have the hogs, you don't get creamed on, yeah, on Sunday. That helps. No, not nine sacks. In he, nine, he only got season. sacked what seven times that seven? year. Seven. Look yeah. what it did for rookie yeah. Prescott. Well, yeah, and and Elliott for that matter. Their their yeah. whole offense. Um, thankfully that they. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean that. Yeah, but you but, know, thankfully their offensive line. Point also, they're one of their pass rushers. That what David Irving he got suspended today for the first three or four games of the season for PEDs. What what made Mark Rippon work best though is he threw such a pretty deep ball and he threw it yeah. so accurately, you know. And you had a trio of wide receivers that were. I mean, yeah, Gary I would. I don't know if I. I don't know if I could pick out year. three more guys. I would want. Did he get a ring on Manning's team for the Colts? Rippin or Rippin? Rippin. I don't know. He might have. <laughs> he was he was playing around in that. I mean, he was still making a paycheck every once in a while at the end of seasons. But in a non-throwing league at the time, 3,500 yards. I mean, Rippian was killing it out there. Rippian was Clark killing it out there. Clark had 1,300. Stop saying that. I know Rippian. Monk went over 1,000. <laughs> Monk and Clark was, both had over 1,000 yeah, that, that year. that was nuts, man. Biner was over 1,000 rushing. That was nuts. That offense at the time, before the, you know, the game changed, crushed every offensive statistical category known to man. God damn, that was awesome. It was pretty awesome. It's not far-fetched to say that Jeff George or Patrick Ramsey behind that team would have would have taken it home too, right? That is that is that is far-fetched. That is. I would say Patrick Ramsey had a better chance over Jeff George. Jeff George was just so dislikable. That arm was ridiculous. And that but stash. Those guys. Great stash. It's just awful. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it velcros up with. Uh, it was Fisher esque. With Fishers. Yeah. He had, but it wasn't. It was the thin, hair with too. A thin mayonnaise oil. It's just those things. Here we go. Those things sink up. I said oh, it. Yeah. I said Fisher. Here he goes. Yeah. So gross. He reminds me of the smell of mayonnaise. But like cut Jeff George. Yeah. He look. He looks like a guy who is always, no matter where he's going, he's towing like a, a thirty-five foot fishing boat. Just no matter where he's going, and who knows where he's going? Yeah, with a black picture day comb in his back pocket yeah. at all times. He's just so gross. Like, hey, dude, are you are you going fishing? No, no, I'm just uh, just towing my fishing boat around. He was just a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
terrible, what a terrible thing. Brad Johnson and, and Rich Cannon went and played against each other in the Super Bowl. And we got old Georgie back here. <laughs> so no wonder. Wasn't, wasn't he the one that didn't get helped up in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Didn't he sit on the turf oh, yeah. for a couple extra oh, yeah. ticks? Yeah. Those guys didn't want to touch him. He, he, he was all oily. Uh, he was, yeah, and 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 yeah, the mayonnaise was the oil from the mustache. It was just from his person. <laughs> it was on him. It was like a, a, a stank. I mean, that takes us. Okay, so on defense, the often overlooked aspect of that team, potentially. I mean, as good as that offense was, the defense might have been might have been better. You had um, Daryl in his prime. Oh yeah. Um, Wilbur Marshall. Wilbur Marshall was a straight playmaker. Oh, beast. God. Just freelancing and inter- also intercepting balls. Um, who was on the other side? The, we had another corner. Was, it wasn't Dishman. That was way later than that. It was ni- in 91. It was, Copeland um, at safety. Uh, we had... Brad, well, Brad Edwards. Brad Edwards and Copeland were the safeties. Yep. Who was opposite Daryl Green? I should know this because I, I just wrote about it. Mm. Um, but the... Uh, the point Great is, job, guys. Good research. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> I thought you had a, a, it's a conversation. I thought you had an intern. I can't remember either. Uh, That's we'll, awful. Well, don't worry, we'll pull it. I mean, we only had devices in our hands that would tell us what it was. Barry, it could be Barry Wilburn territory. It could be. Uh, um, isn't Barry that Wilburn. the freaking picture over there, right next to you, of the '91 Redskins? Sid, was right. Sidney Johnson on that team? Sidney Johnson might have been on that team. Sidney Johnson. Maybe I don't know. Possibly. Oh, uh, Johnson. <laughs> we 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 shut players down. Richie Pettibone Dude, was Mann, at the Tim top Williams. of his game. Yeah, we 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 had players all over the place. Yeah. I mean, if you if you came Andre in, Con- Andre Collins was yep. a damn good linebacker for us for a very long time. Man. And 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 kind of fast forwarding to the end of the season when you we, so you open the season against Detroit. And you destroy them, uh, shut them out, and then you get them at home in the NFC Championship game with, with Barry Sanders basically coming off a huge season. Martin Mayhew. Martin Mayhew. Ah. Um, Matt Millen at middle linebacker. Oh, God. Come on, man. How about Kirk, that mustache? Kirk <laughs> he, didn't play, he didn't play all that much, though. He was our starting he middle linebacker. He was I mean, mean. He was great. Um. And he only, and Barry Sanders comes he out. He got hurt for the Super Forty-four Bowl, yards against us. Mm-hmm. They're coming off a, a dismantling of the Cowboys, thirty-eight-six. Um, I think was what they beat. they destroyed Dallas. That was the first year Jimmy Johnson and the uh, boys made the playoffs uh, in that era of Aikman and Johnson and, and um, Emmitt Smith. And it was just not even close. Like when Washington played Buffalo in the Super Bowl, they were so far and away the two best teams in the league. Um, it's hard. To, it's it's there's hard. It's hard to believe that there's been that many Super Bowl matchups where that was the case, especially in this era when we got five and six seeds, you know, advancing into the Super Bowl with what seems like regularity. Um, I don't think New England and, and Atlanta were necessarily the best two teams last year, but I don't think there's been very many instances where where two teams that were so far and away, like the best out of their conference, played right. played against each other. Um, and then and then and then the specials, man. We'll, we will never have better specials than we did on that team, maybe ever. Chip Miller and Brian Mitchell. I mean, in the words of Brian Mitchell, how can you even have a Hall of Fame without Brian Mitchell? Yeah, well, 
Brian Mitchell has no problem talking about Brian Mitchell. But in, I love I, he makes a compelling argument. He, he asks me. He's he's absolutely correct. <laughs> There's no doubt. I mean, he went on to become like the highlight of our team years later at that position, where he was just a you know a functioning guy at that time coming up. Chip Lowmiller ran down on kickoffs and knocked the crap out of people. I yeah. loved watching it. He would kick the ball like sky high down to the one, and then smash someone's front line defender or make a tackle. It yeah. was great. And then and then knocking a, a few fifty yarders on you. Oh, he was not. Oh, he, he uh, looked. He looked when like I read that on the six pack. 47, 49, 51, 54. That ain't never happening for us. He looked no. like one of our buddies dressed up as a football player for Halloween, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he he did. <laughs> Big burly. He looked like James Madden kicking off for Gonzaga. <laughs> Look more like the Jet, neck roll. Jet, Jet Malloy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jet Malloy should definitely be Chip Lomo as a forty-two as yeah. a forty-two year old. Kevin, what if so uh, the 91 Redskins aren't doing it for you necessarily, but I'm not getting you off this uh, show until you revel in, in something. So if you had a, a Redskins memory to revel in, what would it be? Actually, I think they just touched on it. I think it was a Dallas game that year where Chip hit four field goals against the Cowboys over 40 yard, 45 yards. Monday Night Football. That was week two. We won 33-31. When's the last skins kicker that could do something like that? I mean, Chip Miller. Yeah, well, Chip's I mean, obviously the last one. Chip. I mean, we had what's his face Acres for a hot second. I mean, this franchise does have the only MVP in the history of kicking in the NFL. This is true. Yeah, and and also plenty of kickers that have ruined our lives yeah. personally have gone on and played pretty well and are currently in the league. I mean, you can go, there's a we lot of Gano, Sweezum, Novak. Um, shoot, there was one other one that slipped right right to the top, besides Acres, for that matter. Swedium, Novak, uh, uh, you know, uh, there's another one. But either way, they go somewhere else and they and they kick because apparently when they built FedEx Field, it was built like the exact way that would screw any kicker who ever, ever came there. And they, and they talk about it. They're like, for whatever reason, not done purposely because we're not that smart, it's a, an impossible place to kick in. But I feel like other kickers do a pretty no, good no, no, job. No, 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 no. For our kickers, Kevin. Kevin Sorry. God. There's a burgundy and gold thing with the prism. You're going to have to go with me the on this. The Indiana Jones <laughs> scepter. I get it. I don't know, Kevin. I can think of another play where an opposing kicker uh, had a problem that was probably one of the greatest plays we ever saw in person. That was... Sean Taylor? Yeah. Van, Vanderjack comes out at the end of the game to win it. And the president of the, who was it? Troy Vincent. Troy Vincent. Comes around the it edge. It was blocked. It wasn't like he missed it. Yeah, yes, but it was still you. Vanderjack. Thank, thank, thank you, Kev. It was also a penalty <laughs> on Dallas that moved him back, I believe. Yeah, face mask on Sean Taylor. No, no, no. Uh, I'm saying on the actual. Oh, before the kick. Yeah, and it kind of kind of got in his head a little bit. Yeah. Um, swinging gate. The, the, that was, that's a memorable I thought we were going to end on a, on a high note. I want Kevin to revel. I want to hear some. No, we stop saying revel. Seats, front row seat watching the swinging gate coming towards me from yep. 25 yards. And when they, when they did it again, I, I, I grabbed Joe Sims as hard as I could. I was like, no, there no, no. This is not a JV game in the city limits. You, you can't just run it again. <laughs> if, he, if the camera yeah, would have. I don't know if you remember that. There was. Those, all those Cowboys fans sitting behind us just screaming and talking mm. to us the whole time. Yeah, like, I do remember that. And if the camera didn't, it was he was off camera, but during that entire oh. play, Jim Zorn just had a middle finger in the air, just, yeah. just the entire single Hip, time. hip, hooray! Uh, it's like, 
F you. That's right, because he only had play calling duties on fourth down. That was the only, he, he wasn't allowed to call any other play. I uh, went through Sherman Lewis to someone in the booth, the Al Saunders. Coach is not allowed to call any play. Except terms, fourth down. Yeah. He was in charge of fourth down plays. That was all he had. So you know he's going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to my play. Oh, I've been thinking this about that shit all week. It's all I got. Um, if they call timeout, guess what? I'm going to fool the world. <laughs> First and 10 Come from the on. 20. Go with the swinging gate. Um. All right. Well, Kevin, we're 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 gonna have you back on. Do you have anything anything else to drop on us before we let you go tonight? No, man. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> they don't call him the best color man in the business for nothing. Bang. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm just head down until it's freaking July 17th or whatever this date. That's goes right. By. July. Yep. Yeah, there you go. That's the when anything will happen if anything does happen. And I feel like there's a little recovery period necessary for a slightly stupid backstage scenario. So uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Well, uh, you, got any, you got any good fourth plans? I'm going to be up in Vermont. I think we're going to be doing – Kevin's got some good fourth plans. Um, no, I'm hoping to join the Rickas again in, in repeat July 4th from last year. Well, Sounds good to me. Greatest though. year of 2016 it was. The greatest year of 2016? That's, not, that's the best that's, – that was a good day. It sounds like <laughs> – oh, man. I know. Make sure you Instagram the tree sap photos from the board. <laughs> what an explosion that's going to be, my friend. Um, Kevin, tell us tell us about the next live act you're going to see before we let you go for writersonthestorm.org. Yeah, man, there's uh, well, I'm psyched for uh, the, the the opening of Anthem in DC. I'm I'm I'm, I'm oh, going that's to right. That isn't Dave show. Dave Grohl's opening that place, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yep, that's going to be pretty amazing. Yeah, that it's uh, Kevin and here like Ewald smoking. <laughs> It's that's actually. I mean, hey, if you if you got an extra ticket, I mean, let let a brother know. Um, do you have anything for uh, any of the Hogshaven faithful that you miss so much? The man you know doesn't do have anything for you. You do what? Yeah, you really, you really. This is like a full can. cavity search right it is. now. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm getting yeah, it out of you. Is, you got the white gloves on. Please <laughs> say I'm done over. Put your elbows on the table, please. Hands on the wall and spread your cheeks. <laughs> Oh, hey, what's up, Ewald? <laughs> and on that note, Ewald, it was great having you, buddy. We'll talk to you in another couple months. <laughs> All right, have a good one, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Kev. Peace, have a good one. I'm going to let him go on, on, on that. It's always good to talk to Kevin. I mean, he seemed a little go. subdued. He wanted to go. He seemed a little subdued, but he's, he's doing okay. I feel like there was a blankie, yeah. two Gatorades. And then, and then, it's not like a, a different time. It's not like he's in yeah. a different time zone. Yeah. And a few feet of love, perhaps. A few feet of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, you know. They might have a dog, so the dog could have just been laying on the floor next to him. Maybe it's like a glass of Chardonnay. Who knows? Who knows what Kevin Ewald was getting himself into? I mean, T, T, apparently T's trying out for the local quadriplegic rodeo association. Yeah, are you trying? Is that <laughs> like that? Lassoing? You like that? Yeah. Yeah. Just lassoing us in. Woo! He got it, man. Oh man! Calf roping son of a bitch. Kind of a wrap up sign. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I think it's time to go. I, I think what got you was when Ken said dog Chardonnay. I think that's when he decided let's wrap this thing up. I told you. I don't listen to him. I stopped listening to Ken like a while ago. I totally forgot he was even here. Ken, close that's, us out. That's that's. I, you totally forgot I was even here. You know, Ken, close us out. I know. Give me a break, dude. Yeah. Let, let Ken do Ken. Unbelievable. Hey, T do T. I'm hey, enjoying dude. all of this. This is this is a great time.
Are we still live? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, we are right. still live. We got to come out. We gotta, can't, I'm, I'm not going to go out on, I barely knew you were here today. I don't, I don't even see you anymore. <laughs> Sitting right across the table from you. Uh, sounds like we got some things to work out. Maybe that's what we'll work on next week. We'll work on T's ability to see me across the table. Yeah, audible OTAs. My audible ability OTAs. to listen to, to you for an entire show, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Got to get back to fundamentals. You got to get back to fundamentals. Tim? Strachan? Love you, it Ken. It was a pleasure. Love you. Thanks for having Kevin me Kevin Ricca? Hey, I know where I'm at. Your yeah. basement. Hell yeah. Yep. But if a, if a little animal goes running by, I know T's going to just get those back two legs tied up quick. And then it's like in eight seconds. I don't know how the rest works. I think we're going to set a record. Okay. Oh, I wonder if there is wheelchair lassoing. I'm going to look into that. The audible. Yeah. You might not want that. 